only got two sort of like memories. Hello. Hello. Salam and good evening to you, worthy friend. Please, please, come closer. Uh, too close, a little too close. Good evening and welcome to another edition of the Disney Book Radio Show. Thank you for joining us as always. It's a small and motley crew this evening and uh, joining me this evening is John. Good evening, John. Good evening. Welcome back from the land of uh, Alton Towers. Yes, I was in Alton Towers today. You've made it all the way home in time to join us. And Absolutely. Um, welcome, Susan. Hello. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing all right. Did I hear my voice at the beginning? Yeah, of the I don't know what's going on. So I think if anybody's listening to it live, uh, they will have just got your random voice coming in at some point. I'm not quite sure what's going on. But hey, it's all good. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's just the three of us this evening. Katie is once again out in sunny Spain. And after our uh, debacle with um, the roof wind, uh, we vowed never to let her talk to us from Spain <laughs> ever again. Uh, Katie and her wind have... Uh, I beg your pardon. Had their last but on that, on that note, I'm what, Katie on the and next... Her yeah, Katie and her wind. She's got, you know, you know when she's in Spain, she's got terrible wind. <laughs> when when you guys record the next show, I'm in Spain. Are you? But I won't have wind. <laughs> he says. Because <laughs> I'm I'm in a hotel with Wi-Fi, so I shall be hopefully joining you guys. It depends Spain. how much champagne. So no wind, had, but Wi-Fi. Yeah. No, no, no wind, but Wi-Fi. He'll be Wi-Fi, <laughs> but it won't be windy. Um, no. <laughs> and Gareth's not joining us because that thing called work's got in his way. So uh, sadly, oh, he can't join us because oh. he's had to go and do work and stuff, which is which is miserable. But us three are here because we want to say a happy twentieth birthday to our good friend, the Animal Kingdom. Yeah, good uh, Yeah, because uh, the Animal Kingdom turned twenty, and it was well, it was kind of on Earth Day. 1998 and uh, we've had Earth Day going by and kind of Animal Kingdom went by without much of a fuss really for its 20th anniversary uh, they well we've out. already established they just they just wheeled Joe yeah, Rody out they wheeled again. out Joe Rody, he waved stayed in Animal Kingdom Lodge and then he disappeared again uh, changed his earring <laughs> <laughs> got some uh, small animals to jump through the hole in his ear uh, circus style um, yeah it's part um, of the new um it's part Bird, of the new Up, Bird of Paradise Up, Bird of Paradise thing. <laughs> yeah. Joe Rody's become some sort of circus attraction. Little attraction. <laughs> Which is different. I'd pay good money for that. What, for a bird to go through Joe <laughs> well, Rody's good ear? News, oh my god, yes. Good news, apparently Disneyland Paris have got plans to launch an event that's going to cost you £3 million. Uh, no, it shouldn't be me. Anyway... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, fan days, ladies and gentlemen. I think before we are all going to fan days, hopefully you're going to join us there, which will be good. Um, Every one of us. Been confirmed. The entire team are going. We've all decided we are Disney bounding together. And yep. if you're going to be there, you'll get to find out what it is that we're doing. But uh, we're, we're going <laughs> as one big theme, which should be pretty cool, uh, we hope. So, uh, yeah, really, today is talking about 
uh, Animal Kingdom and our memories and experiences of Animal Kingdom because we thought it'd be good to talk about our own experiences and memories because um, obviously it's the 20th anniversary. Um, so that's basically the plan for the today. So just to give you an idea then, so Animal Kingdom opened in 1998, exactly 20 years ago, and uh, was very, very different to any Disney park that had opened before. Uh, I remember that hashtag, or the line that came out, its tagline was, uh, not a zoo, which is supposed <laughs> to be some sort of African phrase where it actually was just a translation of not a zoo. Um, and I, I think it, that confused so many people, did it not? Oh, I thought you were actually just saying not a zoo, but in a funny accent. No, not, <laughs> not a zoo. Oh. Um, oh. Do you not remember not a zoo? Does nobody remember that? Is it just me? No, I, I don't remember that. No, no. I'm just going to have to find this now. Because, yeah, it was it was the one of the original... Um... I'm going to see if I can find it. You're going to bring back the hashtag? Bring it back. Hashtag not a zoo. I'm gonna, I'm, I don't know, but I'm not going to be able to find it now. Uh, let's see if I can find something. Here we go. Uh, Animal Kingdom commercial 1998. Let's see if it's got it in this. This is where I'm going to look like a fool. First, Kinematic Kingdom. Then Epcot. Then Disney MGM Studios. And now... Introducing the most adventurous Walt Disney World theme park ever. Disney's Animal Kingdom. The imagination of Disney. Gone wild. Well, maybe it doesn't say Natazu in that one. That's <laughs> just cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I can't believe it. I thought it was in that one. And it's not in that one. And now I feel very silly. Uh, it definitely was. Natazu. Uh, ah, 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 ah. Can you Hold spell on. it? Hold on. <laughs> Natazu. Natazu. Disney's Animal Kingdom. It's many, many things. But remember, it's not a zoo. There you go. See, not a zoo. I was oh, he wasn't right. making it up, Susan. I wasn't making oh. it up. It was, I hadn't completely lost the plot. I promise you. Um, <laughs> see, I'm, I'm sure there's lots of people who are now listening to the show, going, "Yeah, I remember not a zoo." Not a zoo. It's not just me. I'm sure not everybody else remembers not a zoo. Um, anyway, so let's have some memories. Our memories of. Um, Animal Kingdom. Then, who wants to start us off with kind? Of, I think Susan, you've probably got more recent memories of kind of Animal Kingdom to the rest mm. of us, have you not? Um, when was well, your kind I tell of first you what, experience? though, I still haven't been to Pandora though. So even no, no, I haven't been to Pandora yet. No, it's it's. Oh, know. someone has. Uh, who's that? Me. Oh, oh. who is it? <laughs> oh, it's almost like we didn't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, no, John, do you want to? Do you want to start yeah, if you want to? Start wanna, off, then, uh, you've been the most recent person there. Well, who I was, guess who, so. Like, when was your first trip? Let's let's kind of go back. When was the first year you visited Animal Kingdom? Two thousand and four. Okay. I went. No, sorry, two thousand five. Two thousand five. Two thousand five. I was two thousand millennium year because I went for the millennium year and I visited that year for the first time. Susan. 
2014. So, right, so we've got some really different experiences then. Um, okay, so John, first experience of Animal Kingdom when you first went, what kind of? What do you so remember? I just I remember walking in, um, and just walking in and just instantly thinking to myself, "This is not an ordinary Disney theme park." Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was so. I mean, it's obviously it's even more so now because it's mm. been what thirteen years since I first went, and to my most sorry, twelve years to my most recent trip. Yeah. So it was. It was. I remember just thinking it was so lush and 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 tropical, and and because because of the climate and. Orlando it yeah. kind of it felt right um I do remember distinctively thinking oh there's not a lot to do here um, yeah I think on the surface when you look at Animal Kingdom you, you kind of think there isn't a huge amount but actually, exactly I, I will still you know to this day say that for me Animal Kingdom Lodge Animal Kingdom Lodge Animal Kingdom could be a two-day park uh, and I, I spent three easily, days there on my most recent trip. Easily, just for, for one trip, spent two days there. Um, what about See, you, See, that's good what? on for you, actually, Adam, because I thought you even thought it was a hot, like, proper no, half-day no, 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 park. No, I could quite easily spend two days. I think for some people, they do consider it a half-day park, yeah, do. but I don't think they're taking out of it what you should take out of Animal Kingdom. No, I completely agree. And now you've got Pandora added on as well. You know, it's, it's more than easily a two-day park. So, Susan, you're 2014, most recent then. What was mm-hmm. your kind of first experience when you walked into... Animal Kingdom for the first time. Kind of the same thing as John. Like this is definitely different because I didn't really do much. You can say air quote air quote research on it, but in terms of I really didn't. I was more excited for the other parks than I was of Animal Kingdom. Yeah. And it wasn't until I got back home that I felt like I really took it for granted because I didn't realise that was the last time I would ever see Mickey's Jammin' Jungle Parade. Oh, the Jammin'. Because I went the year finished. Um, to the point of like, I went so like, I think I went sort of Mar- um, April yeah. and it finished in May. Yeah. So I really saw the you end of it, it, which I did. I just took for granted because I, I, I thought, oh, well, this isn't Festival of Fantasy. But I mean, I still enjoyed it. And but I just didn't really take it in. And I wish I took it in more knowing that was actually going to be the last time it. I watched this yeah. parade. Or as we call it, Mickey's Jamming at the Pavement Parade. Jamming at the pavement. Because uh, if you were anywhere in the park when that parade happened, you were just like, you might as well just stop and stand still because you aren't. You going did, anywhere. didn't it. you? You just you had to basically be to the area you wanted to be in yeah. before the parade Otherwise, started. You were stuffed. That was it. You just had to stand and wait. I remember my. Fir- I can't believe it lasted that long. No, yes. I can't. No, with I, those, I'm surprised. With knowing that problem that yeah. it brought. And he really did. Um, I remember my first experience was entering the Oasis and bearing in mind, like you say, John, it's unlike any other park. You you go into Hollywood Studios, it was Grummer's Chinese Theatre. You went into uh, Magic Kingdom, it was the castle. You went into Epcot, it was Spaceship Earth. You go into Animal Kingdom and it's trees. You go into the, obviously, mm-hmm. the Oasis first. And I remember going through the Oasis going, well, this is a little bit disappointing. Uh <laughs> This is there's just trees and hardly anything there. Where's the big centerpiece? Where's the big show off? Where's the and obviously you come out the oasis the other side and all of a sudden there's this amazing tree that's just stood there right in front of you and you suddenly go ah there it is. Uh, and I remember being kind of like really underwhelmed to start off with. I think I remember the coolest thing being that there was a rainforest cafe right by the entrance and thinking that's different. That's cool. Um, and then you come through the oasis, came through the other side, and there it was. There was the Tree of Life. There was Discovery Islands, you know. Um, and I remember coming away from it thinking how awkward it was to tour. Not that it's really any better now, if we're honest. Um, 
because of how difficult it is to get from land to land, particularly when you kind of get round to, you know, Pandora's a little bit out on a limb uh, and Dinoland USA, and you have to kind of go into Discovery Island to come out to the Oasis. I always remember that being a little bit awkward. I remember doing a hell of a lot more walking, at, or felt like I'd done a hell of a lot more walking at Animal Kingdom than I'd done at any other park. Yeah, it felt like going from one side of it to the to the part to the other felt quite long than if you were to go, say, Magic Kingdom the other because there's so much more to look at. Yeah, I think in um, Magic Kingdom, where Animal Kingdom, as you said, it's quite a lot of trees and a few monkey like swings now and then. Yeah, <laughs> hidden around. And obviously, in the, the the day I first went, we didn't have Expedition Everest. That wasn't there. Um, there wasn't uh, the whole of Dinoland USA. It was slightly smaller. Obviously, Pandora wasn't there. We had Camp Mini Mickey uh, there at the time as well. So it was a lot different looking park than it, than it is. Did now. you get to do the original version of Dinosaur then? Yes. Yeah. What I was got... that? Was that Dinosaur Countdown to Extinction? Countdown to Extinction, yeah. That was the original one. The original one was Dinosaur. To be was honest, it, better? It's, it was no real difference to the, what it is now. Oh, really? It was, it was just the name that they changed, really. Uh, oh, even the, well, even the storyline. The storyline was was pretty much the same. Um, the uh, only difference now is that a lot of McDonald's has kind of disappeared. The only remnants left of McDonald's sponsorship is the three pipes as you go into the loading area. Which I don't know whether you know about them. No, I don't. No. So there's, there's a red no. pipe, a yellow pipe, and a white pipe. And if you look for them, they've all got chemical symbols on them. Yes, yes, they do. And That's it's right. the chemical symbols for... Tomato sauce, mustard, yes. and mayonnaise. Yeah. Oh, I heard about that. And yeah. that, yeah. is, that is kind of the only remnant left of when uh, Dinosaur, when Countdown to Extinction was sponsored by uh, McDonald's. And that's that was other than that, it's very, very little difference to what it is now. Uh, I remember there being... We had Theatre in the Wild, which is where... Um, Tarzan that's was. It, Tarzan Rocks was there. Tarzan was great. Uh, Tarzan it was Rocks like was a cross between Starlight Express. It was kind of a bit Cirque du Soleil. And a bit Cirque du Soleil, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was Because they were cool. all on like roller skates, weren't they? Yeah. And trapezes. It and was you brilliant. had the Discovery River Cruise, which went round and you were able to see there was kind of a dragon hidden in the cave. And you could sort of see this dragon that was down there. And it was about the only nod to what was going to be the possible Beastly Kingdom. Kingdom yeah. Which obviously never happened. Uh, it became was, Camp uh, Mini Mickey. Yes, it did, and now obviously Pandora. Um, so, kind of experiences then. What what do you have? What are your sort of standout experiences? Susan, start us off. Have you got any kind of experience that really, really stands out for you? It's hard because, I mean, I I obviously like the sort of the Kilimanjaro Safari. I always like that. Yeah. And you, can, I mean, because that's a diff- like every experience can be different and yeah. like to. I think the bestest I've, I've had on that sort of trek is I've had one of them the ostriches like yeah. come right to the um, the the uh, what what you call what do you those va- the vans the van yeah it's like a gym, <laughs> the vans safari, come safari right vehicle we'll go with close that. to you yeah so, so that I think I always have like the experience of that because as you know people are like you know oh you're not going to see anything or it's it's a very sort of like a 50-50 sort of option that you might not get nothing. So you kind of already go in with an expectation that it's not, you're not going to get the best out of things. So when you do get something, it's yeah. the, it's, it's amazing. Still haven't had a whole full lion yet. Oh, okay. I've, really? had, I've had the lion. I've had the lion a few times. Yeah. 
Um, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the rock that the lions sit on is air-cooled. So that the rocks mm. tempted the, 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 the lions it, yeah. are tempted to sit there to keep them cool. Um, oh. so I've, John, I've have you done lovely. that at night time yet? No, I we 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 did. We did have the intention to do it at night time um, when we were there, but with so many other things to do at night now yeah. at Animal Kingdom, mm. it just kind of went to the wayside. Um, because we had already done the Kilimanjaro safaris twice on that trip anyway. Fair enough. Um, we didn't we didn't do the sunset one, uh, which is a shame because I have heard good things about it. Yeah. Um, mm. But they they do like an artificial sunset, don't they? That's what I've heard. Yes, apparently so. Somehow mm. I'm not quite sure, but yeah, apparently so. Do you remember the old the original storyline for it with the what, with um, little red, the elephant, little and, red, yeah. and big red, and, you and then they had to change life. it because. Yes, we're complaining that Big Red's mother was like lying at the edge of the road. There was that, and and you would rush oh. through the second half. Yeah, did you not know about this? Soon? So that the original, no. the original thing was there was a much much bigger emphasis on poachers in the African savanna, and mm -hmm. uh, Wilson would come over the radio. Oh, Wilson! Uh, and he would tell you about there was a, a poacher scene in the reserve, and you would suddenly become kind of like this rescue vehicle that was chasing down the poachers. And yeah, Big Red was found at the side of the road. And then you would come past uh, a vehicle as you kind of rescued Little Red. And you could see Little Red in the back of the trunk. In the back of the... Well, trunk is the right word. Back of the car and his trunk would come out. And uh, you would kind of finish your experience having saved Little Red and scared off the poachers and that sort of stuff. But the very, very end of the experience of, of Kilimanjaro Safaris was this kind of sudden manic rush round this really bumpy road and I think there's quite a lot of people who didn't like it as much. Oh wow. So they got rid of that and it just became which is reason why when you do Kilimanjaro Safaris now, the last section of it there isn't really any animals because there wasn't originally any animals because that was the chase section of the original safaris. Oh. How long was that there for then? How long? Oh, good question. Uh, it's got to be a good seven or eight years I would think. Oh, okay. So it lasted quite. I guess trying to think. longer it was than we. Definitely yeah. there in two thousand. Yeah. It was there in. Well, it was gone by two thousand and five. Yeah, it definitely wasn't there in two thousand and five when I went. So yeah, it was there a little while, but not as you know, obviously not uh, not as long as they anticipated it would be there for. Um, I remember Kilimanjaro Safaris, and the, the one of the overriding memories for me from Animal Kingdom was I read the guidebooks and they all said that the best time to go to the Kilimanjaro Safaris is first thing in the morning. <laughs> uh, and I remember being at the park for 6.30am. Oh gosh. Because the park used to, it used to open stupidly early. And being at the park for 6.30am and going straight on Kilimanjaro Safaris and it's the most animals I've ever seen on that safari because obviously it was so early in the morning they were all out. And they were all all over the place, and there was loads of them. Uh, and we did it. Oh, as, wow. We did it at like six thirty or something like that. And then we went. We did it, and there was a very little queue, so we went back and did it again. And the second experience, because the sun was up and it was warmer, were less animals than the first the first time round. I really vividly remember doing that and seeing just how many animals were on the first time round. Yeah, I did read that it's best to go first thing in the morning. That I've had to do the old like run to to there and leg it. Yeah, you know, to make it there. So, 
you're more likely to get on there quite quick now, actually, now that everyone's run into Pandora instead. Well, yeah. No one's going over there anymore, are they? No well, that's what we there. did. We, we when the day we had our fast passes for uh, Pandora, we went straight to the Kilimanjaro safaris, yeah. and um, it put, said it was a ten-minute wait. And I can tell you now, it was not. We were um, we were in one of the trucks, and there was maybe us and maybe eight other people in the whole truck. Wow, okay. it was empty. Wow, and we saw loads of animals. Including the lion. Including the lion. Which is cool. There you go. Top tip. Top tip. Go early. Um, so that's one of my memories. Uh, John, have you got one? Yeah, I mean, that was kind of one of very similar to mine was everybody saying that you had to get there super, super early. Um, okay. And, <laughs> and, and being part of that kind of opening. Yeah. You know the opening run towards towards um, towards the safaris, yeah. but also I one of my first memories as well is when we went and they were still constructing Expedition Everest, and yeah. it was due to open so soon, and it just being so close and yet so 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 far, and then going back the following year and yeah. seeing a mountain in Florida yeah, covered really with weird. snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was weird. Yeah, really strange. It yeah, was, was really really so weird as well. Um, okay, that's cool. Uh, Susan, and what? watching oh, it's tough to oh. be a bug. It's tough to be a bug. For the first time ever. Was oh, and honestly, just being blown away. First yeah. and last for me, I think. Seeing Hopper, oh, really? the Hopper animatronic oh. at the time uh, when the park first happened, that Hopper animatronic was like amazing. It still is. It still is. Yeah, mm. it still is. But at the time, you know, it was so such an advanced thing. It was amazing at the time. Yeah, uh, no, I can't go on. That was the first ride at Animal Kingdom. First ride. First one you ever did? Yeah. And you're not doing it again? I'm not, I haven't I'm, done I've it got since. To admit, I, I don't mind the spiders coming out from the season, ceiling, but the bits poking into your bum, I don't like them. Oh, no. I have to sit forward. I have to sit forward on my seat. I can't do it. I did it once. That was enough. Um, okay, Susan, have you got any others? Um, I think it's just, once again, like a sort of, like Kilimanjaro Safari, it's just the expectation of not knowing with the um, Nemo musical, Finding oh, Nemo musical, yeah. honestly, had no, I did, watched no YouTube videos, didn't listen to any of the soundtracks. I like just went in with like not knowing. I thought it yeah. was just going to be something like I don't know, just like a little tiny little sort of show, nothing or anything at all. Until that first like da 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 da, I was like, this is going to be good. <laughs> and I got goosebumps. I'm getting goosebumps now, just like hearing it in my mind. The, the that very was a very of, good moment. The, the music in Finding Nemo, the musical, though, is you know it 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 was this sudden kind of this. It, it came out of nowhere, really. That suddenly Disney had gone. I know what we're going to do. We are going to do a uh, new musical for the parks, and this is what it's going to be, and brand new music and all sort of stuff. And everyone was like, Finding Nemo, really? Um, and it's, it became such a hit. Uh, and obviously to get such massive um, composers in to write it as well. Um, it's just so good. Just so Blew good. me away. Yeah. Just, it, I, I, I'll, I'll see it every time. Every time. In the big blue I, um, world. I always like to get... Well, that bit. 
I t- there's, I, I'm crying. Like, there's no, like, entrance music that gets me like that. Just good. Anyway, sorry, John, you were saying. So okay. I like to get the, the fast pass, because if you get the fast pass and you get in first, you can get the seats next to the runway. Yes, yeah, so we can't often sit and next to the runway. And it's brilliant. Yeah, it's just good there. Yeah, yeah especially in the scene with um uh with fight with Dory and um uh what's the dad's called again? And Marlin. Yeah. That like comes right at the front and they do it like la 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 that scene. Yes. Right close. Um one of my other memories is oh it links to John talking about Expedition Everest. Um I was lucky enough to be one of the first official people to ride Everest because we went on opening day for Everest and it was strangely quiet in the park it was it was an Easter break um, and we went to Animal Kingdom on the day of opening and I thought there's no way I'm riding this because the queue's going to be massive and we got there and there was like hardly any people there uh, really bizarrely and I don't know why but yeah I remember riding Everest on opening day and it was like it blew me away it was, that was the time of the proper Yeti um, <laughs> oh, see so- no I do remember the proper Yeti I think I was there just Susan, just in, enough after the Ottoman to see the proper the proper yeti. Susan won't appreciate proper yeti. No, I've never uh, seen. You've only yeti. had disco yeti. Disco yeti. Yeah. Oh, what a shame! You've only had disco yeti. You've only had oh. disco yeti. So what have I been, what have I missed? Tell me. What, so tell you me missed yeti. disco yeti. No, you missed the proper yeti. You missed the proper yeti. Um, so what was this proper yeti? What did he do? What did the proper yeti do? yeti do? He moved like this big animatronic yeti. Have you heard this, by the hello, way? Hello, hello, baby, sorry, I can't move a thing. Gotta play this to you. I haven't oh. been serviced in a while, you see, see. But, 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 it's okay, there's a flashing light on me. Sorry if you wanted more, it's only Disney. It's only Disney. Have you heard this before? <laughs> it's only Disney. I've never heard that. This is brilliant. More than a stroke, would you expect it? Disco Yeti. Uh, I remember it, that they, someone released that at kind of the time when it had obviously gone down and we'd had this flashing light going on. But basically what you miss, Susan, is this massive, it's the biggest animatronic Disney had ever built. And as you went through the mountain, uh, his arm kind of came down and swiped for you. As you went swiped past. at you, yeah. Uh, and oh. it looked amazing. You know, but when he's they did actually it. built into the mountain. And yes. his movements were causing. Uh, I don't know how true this is, but I believe the movements were causing. It's starting to cause structural damage. And then he to had the issues. Mountain. Uh, oh, because I was going to say, why did they get rid of it? We're well, still there. It just doesn't move. Um, like, is it because it kept moving the like it kept the structural mountain? There? I think that the 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 figure's frame was starting to split. Yeah. Um, uh, and so it was like causing malfunctions and and causing problems. And I think it's gonna it would cost more to repair them than it would yeah. be to just replace them. 
pretty much. No, I get it, yeah. But to yeah. replace him, they'd have to put the whole thing down for a long period of time because he's actually built into the structure. Yeah. But obviously, it was it was billed as actually having this Yeti that went for you know sort of stuff, and when it worked, everyone was like, "This is amazing." And then obviously, it then stopped working, and people are, then were like mm. up in arms, and that's when Disco Yeti came out. And they wrote but the, the thing is, though, is even without <laughs> the Yeti moving, it's still really well oh, yeah, done. The only thing yeah. I don't like about it now is that when you go, it's about to do a spoiler alert here, but when you come through the first bit and then you go up and you get to the bit where the tracks have been yeah. ripped. If you look to either side of you now, it looks like just there's some kind of weird that competition where people have got to ping their hair bubbles yes. onto <laughs> the mountain, yeah, and it's just a sea of hair bubbles, yeah. and it just I irritates would not waste me because. A hair it, but it would be so easy for somebody to just go up and take you down, take get the bubbles down. Get rid of them all. It's, it's such. A, it's you know what I mean when it's you're on such a highly themed. Yeah. Attraction and it's ruined by some hair bubbles. Yeah. But I don't understand why people do that. I, w- I wouldn't like to waste a hair bubble. I get annoyed when I lend my friend a hair bubble and they don't give it back. People ruin everything, Susan. That's why. <laughs> Hold on, people are going to start graffitiing on it. Um, they're going to have like pens on the end of selfie sticks. <laughs> Has anyone got stuck on that ride before? No. No, never no. stuck on it. But, I don't know uh, if you people have been stuck. No, no, never, never had that joy. I've never been stuck on a Disney attraction, ever. I've never had never to. I. Oh, never I've been, been stuck on plenty, me. Yeah, you have. <laughs> never been even. I've been dragged st- off and everything. I've Lights been stuck on. on two different pirates. You have. This is true. And the ride. And, a, oh. and um, Space Mountain. So, and Space Mountain. Yeah, Walt Disney World Space Mountain. Yes, yeah, you did. This is true. And Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> so, what's your, have you got another memory, John, of, of kind of time? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take us to very up right up. To, Right up to the modern day. Yeah, go on then. And I'm going to tell you something that's going to stick with me now forever and ever and ever was the first time I walked into Pandora. Right. I think you could look at a thousand pictures of it and nothing kind of really prepares you for it because you don't get that depth that you get in real life. No. And you don't get that size and you don't get that scale. Now, I've never seen Avatar, so I had no kind of background source of information to go off i had yeah. no point of reference so to just walk in and just see these this just this blush fauna and flora and and the mountains just floating there and just everything is just so organic mm. and and it was just it just blew me away and then walking into the queue for flight of passage and it being essentially a walk-on because it had poured down with rain for about two hours before, so everybody had left the park. Yeah. And just walking through this queue, and it was only time I got to walk through the standby queue, and just every single, because obviously it was brand new as well, every sing, single bit of detail is just so well thought, and it's so well constructed. Yeah. And then going on Flight of Passage itself, and coming off Flight of Passage, and walking out, and my friends were like, John, are you okay? Because I hadn't spoke for about 10 minutes. I was just so blown away by just the whole experience of mm. Pandora between mm. walking into it and doing that flight of passage to to having a blueberry cheesecake at the, um, the, <laughs> the, the, the restaurant. It just, the whole lot is just so, so impressive. Yeah. It's, it's got me genuinely, genuinely buzzing for Star Wars. Well, that's the thing, you know. If they, if the rest of the land's going to be anywhere near as good, 
And and saying. even the even the little the Navi River journey, it's spectacular. Yeah. Mm. Um, if you've never seen the Yeti move, by the way, uh, Susan, if you go into yeah. YouTube and search for something called uh, Building a Thrill Ride uh, Expedition Everest, and someone's put it in parts, and it's part four, and in part four they actually show you how they're um, beginning to um, animate the Yeti, and you can see just how big he is and just how he works. Oh, um, okay. So you'll find it on there. So, so that's uh, for anybody else as well who's, who obviously has never seen it. Uh, do check that out. Um, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to seeing Pandora because I'm I I want to see how immersive it is and how brilliant it is. I'm mm. not because it's Avatar it doesn't bother me in the slightest. I'm not interested in the Avatar element, but really looking forward to seeing the technology that you've used for for the flight and for the mm. river, uh, the river ride. So. Yeah. How big is it? Like, because people say it's tiny, the land itself. Oh, it's not very big. It's it's no, it's it's not massive. But it's it's not about it's how well themed it is. I think isn't it? And, and it's it so, is certainly yeah. so, so, so small. It's you know yeah. really really well themed, which is awesome. Which is, and I love it at night. It becomes something completely different. And I've heard I heard a lot of criticism about that, and I can tell you now, it's actually really well done. Okay, that's good. It's actually yeah. it's yeah. actually quite well done. And yes, okay, it's just a bit of UV paint here and there. But yeah. do you know what? It's actually really good. It's really impressive. Mm. And, and you is can it hear that dark? If, if, is it that dark? Yeah, because I've heard people complain that they're like getting bashing around and they trip over things because it's really dark. Is it that dark? No, that's just people being idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the official term for this? It's it's like these are the same people that is trying to sue Disney because oh they tried to move during the Main Street electrical parade and tripped over the curb because it was dark. And yeah, that's sort of even though they. <laughs> And then tried to sue them because they didn't get warnings, even though they give like five different warnings in five different languages. Yeah. It's just people are idiots. Um, okay. And so to be fair, they were probably texting. That's probably true. Um, so memories-wise, have you got any more there, Susan? Um, not in terms of like sort of first time, like feeling sort of memory. It's just kind of obviously as everything. Like you just go around and try to. I, I really liked stuff. the. Um, uh, is it Flights of Wonder? I loved that yeah, show. Yeah, the old Flights of Wonder that's now up. A Great Bird Adventure. Great Bird Adventure. I tell you what, I didn't really take advantage of the food, which I should have done. Now, food-wise, have we got places, like go-to places, that we must eat in uh, in um, So, I would definitely recommend the Satouli Canteen. Yeah. The cheeseburger pods are tasty, but even if you don't have the cheeseburger pods and you have like the main meal mix that you can do, you can like choose like a different meat, you can choose mm. a veggie, you can choose like a grain. Um, it's really tasty food, um, and but it's worth going in just for the the, the cheesecake. Yeah, because it's so impressive the cheesecake, and it does taste delicious. Mm. Um, and I think for if you want to do character dining, but you also want incredibly good food. Tusker House. Yeah, Tusker House is a good place. I have a real thing for Yak and Yeti local food cafe. I've never eaten there. I don't know why, no. but I have. It's, it's, it's kind of Asian food, and it uh, part of it is because it comes in proper, like, American takeaway kind of Chinese pots, which I think is part of it. But I've never had bad food from there, and it's not particularly expensive, and it's not particularly adventurous or wonderful, but um, I just think the food's really good, and it's really easy to get hold of, and it's quite mm. easy to eat on the go, and that sort of stuff as well. But I've always enjoyed food from there. Um, but I do like the the sound of the Satuli Canteen. 
I think food-wise, mm. the food-wise in Animal Kingdom, I think, has improved over the years. Um, and when it initially first opened, it was very much your staple kind of Disney fare. I remember going in in the early days, and it was just burgers and McDonald's here and there and everywhere. And then they've gradually got better with the, with the food as they've gone on. And there's now quite a good kind of selection of stuff you can get uh, in the Animal Kingdom now, which is really good. I remember... Um, is it the Dino? Not Dino Dino. Rostrontosaurus. Rostrontosaurus, yeah. Just a massive McDonald's when it first opened. It was really disappointed. <laughs> it's um, probably also worth mentioning as well that in Animal Kingdom, you can get a Dole Whip with rum. Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can have your choice of rum as well. Yeah, you can. Nice. So if you have it with coconut rum, it's like having a pina colada. Nice. <laughs> it is nice. I have to say the portion's smaller than a regular Dole Whip. Where but... else do you get that from now? It's not the so bar, that is, is from the um, Africa. Is it Darwa Africa... Bar? Is it what? The Darwa Bar. I don't, I don't recall the Was name of it, but it's oh, the little no. No, one on the corner um, that's behind where the drummers it's play. It's Tamu Tamu. Oh, it could be Tamu yeah, Tamu, Tamu actually. Tamu. Yeah, it is. Is that the one behind where the drummers yeah, play? Yeah, yeah, it's Tamu Tamu. Yeah, yeah it's got to be. Um, I'm trying to think if I've got any other kind of really standout memories. Mm. I remember having some really good interaction with one of the characters in Jammy Jungle where they stole a jumper and put it in the bin. That was quite funny. I can't remember who it was now. <laughs> uh, I think it might be one of the Jungle Book characters. I think it might be Baloo or something like that. I can't really can't remember which character it was. I remember that being really, really funny. Mm. Uh, and a little bit different because that's the first time I'd really seen a character like that do something that isn't within their nature, so to speak. Um, it is Tamu Tamu. It is Tamu Tamu, there we go. Yeah. Um, and my final one is, um, it's got to be the Wilderness Explorers. I just think it's such a clever idea um, to do the, the kind of Wilderness Explorers trail. And the stuff that kids get out of it and mm. really enjoy it. And actually, yeah. that. The thing with it is, obviously, we had the Wilderness Explorers books when we did it. Uh, Chris Speed, who used to do the show with us, uh, we were out there with him, and uh, his kids did every single activity in the book. Uh, and went and did the whole of the Animal Kingdom in the day and did every single activity and got every single badge. Um, which is, that's dedication in itself. Um, but I think it's really clever because kids really enjoy the activities and they don't realise they're actually learning something new um, mm. at the time of, of them actually doing it uh, i remember learning something about elephants and bees because uh, elephants are scared of bees and uh, they, they had an issue in africa with elephants trampling all over the crops so what they did is they positioned and disney helped do this they positioned beehives at the edge of um fields to prevent elephants from coming across the fields in order to trample on the crops and Disney were kind of involved in the innovation. It's just like little things like that you learn that you don't really consider mm. or think about, uh, which are really cool, which I quite enjoy. Animal Kingdom um, staff members as well. Yes. Uh, cast members, I find, um, especially when you're going through some of the animal walkthroughs, yeah. they know their stuff. They really do. And mm. genuinely do not be afraid to ask them any questions. And do not be afraid to, to give up 20 minutes of your time to have a chat to them about the animals because it's fascinating what they know. It is, yeah. We went through um, the Gorilla Falls exploration trail 
And uh, as we were going through it, we stopped. I think, was it by the, the large gorilla, gorilla enclosure? And there was a cast member sat down playing, or had, had got a game, a, a very traditional African game in front of them. And Harry sat down and played a game with this cast member. And obviously this cast member knows exactly how to play this game because it's obviously from their heritage. And she sat there and let Harry win um, and taught him how to play this game. It's a little bit like, a little bit like drafts, if I remember rightly. Um, but it's yeah, it's little things like that. You go, you know, they'll play games with you. They'll talk to you about their home homeland. They'll tell you about the animals, all those sort of things, you know. And it's really fascinating some of the stories and the things that they come up with. Mm. It is really. And really you can cool. just have like a bit of a boogie as well. That when you've got those street bands that yeah. are playing. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah, yeah. always especially sort of in Harambe. Those in drums, the drums in Harambe are amazing. Yeah, they are good. The ones down in Harambe. Right, because they can get like you get they get people up and dancing and everything. It's just it's just fun. And it's a really I tell you what else, it's a really good place to meet some really unique characters as well. Mm. Mm. So for example, um you can meet Tarzan there. Yes. And yes. Flick. Flick and Flick and Atta quite often. And Pocahontas yeah. and Because um, Pocahontas seems to be the only remnants left. Because do you remember the, the show po- Pocahontas and her forest friends? I mean, yeah, I mean, you call it a show. Well, it was a little thing, and, and it's like, <laughs> that disappeared, and Pocahontas never left. She was kind yeah. of still in the same place a little She's, bit. As well. yeah, on. She is. And then you've got, who else have you got? Russell. Yes, Russell. Uh, He's usually there. Russell, Doug, Carl sometimes is out there. Yeah. So there's um, some good characters there as actually, well. Actually, there's one, one place we forgot to mention, and that's Rafiki's Planet Watch. Oh, yes, I met a goat out there. He was awesome. Yeah. I'm a goat there, there, there. Is, there was a goat out there called Sheldon. I remember meeting a goat called Sheldon who was named after the character from Big Bang Theory. I remember the cast member telling me. Um, and I remember also very, very clearly, because tigers are my absolute favourite animal in the history of the world. Uh, I love tigers. And I remember being in uh, Rafiki's Planet Watch and I was able to watch them operating on a tiger because something had happened <gasps> to it. Uh, oh, that's yeah. right. Yes, yeah, yeah. they do that, don't they? So they, they do operate, they... and you can you can look in and see what they're doing, um, and you can go and talk to uh, the cast members who are preparing the food for all the animals as well, and they tell you what they feed all of the animals, and you can usually meet Rafiki in Rafiki's Planet Watch as well, obviously, and then they have the petting area that's up there, and you have the nice little train that takes you up there, which is quite cool. Um, but it's actually a nice little area, and it's an area that quite often people kind of bypass because they don't realise what's up there, but yeah, watching them operate on on a tiger was amazing. Just seeing them do. That. I bet. Because they do sometimes have like a schedule of who, of of the animals that they're due to operate. Yeah, yeah, on. yeah they do. Yeah, yeah, they, they do that. Yeah. Yeah, and you can go. You've usually got there, like an awesome bird or something in that area as well. Yeah, which is really cool. So it's worth going. And of course, you can meet the goats. And it's cooler to actually ride that kind of old style. Like kind teach, of it's like train. a tea train almost, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like it as well. That's cool. But all in all, you know, uh, I do enjoy Animal Kingdom. Um, I, I think it's it's not my favourite park, but mm. it's definitely up there. Yeah. It's my second favourite park. Second favourite park. <laughs> John, did you get to see um, Rivers of Light? Because obviously I missed it when oh. I went there. See, I purposely, yes. kept, I purposely kept Rivers of Light out of the conversation because I know what everyone's going to say. Yeah, I did. Can't forget their night time. You won't be going show. to see it again, will you? Oh. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Uh, moving on. 
<laughs> yeah. But you know what? It's, it serves a purpose. That that that's what I'll say. I'll be quite diplomatic about it and say that it serves a purpose. It wasn't for me, but I do know some people. But I I know some people that have that do like it. But then I've been spoiled by watching things like Fantasmic. Yeah. And World of Color. No color. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and he, uh, for me, even the Fountain of Nations and Ep- Epcot does a better show. But there we go. I will go and see it, but um, you know, I'm not. Definitely do it. Like I wouldn't tell anybody to skip it. No, but it's Uh, not. Don't put fast. It's not a phantasmic. It's not a. a, We did it as a dining. We did it as Tusker House dining. Right. Okay. Package, and we were going to eat at Tusker House anyway. So. So you know, it's a bonus. So you even got premium view. It was. It was a bonus. That's fair enough. It was a bonus. Also, one thing I will mention as well is if you're there with your magic band, when you're going through the queue of Everest, whether you're going through the regular queue or whether you're going through the fast pass queue, wait just before you get outside this into the station where you yeah. board the trains, yeah. look at the screens. Yes, I was just about to, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, the screens where your names come up. Yes. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Yes, they do. And see if you spot yourself. Yeah. So all in all, we all quite like Animal Kingdom. Definitely. Which is because mm-hmm. um, I like Animal Kingdom as well. It's just, if, I think it's an easygoing park. Yes. It's the hottest It's not park. too intense. You can do it at your own pace. It's, it's the well, hottest you've got park. to because it's so hot. Well, the thing That's is, it's not true. just that it's so hot. It's also that apparently because of all the foliage, it also means that um, the temperature is up to 10 degrees hotter than it is elsewhere. Casmo was tennis, which is which is pretty hot. So there you go. Well, um, I think that'll round up this week. Uh, talking about Animal Kingdom. Well, happy 20th anniversary, uh, Animal Kingdom. Uh, I'm pretty certain you'll be around for, for many, 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 many more years. And uh, I have no doubt we'll probably expand even further as we go. But uh, yeah, that's it from us for this week. We'll be back in uh, two weeks' time. We're going to be talking about Disney honeymoons in a couple of weeks. We've had a uh, question from a listener who wants to talk a little bit about Disney honeymoons and ideas for that. So we're going to talk about that in a couple of weeks. So please do join us for that one if you want to. Uh, of course, you can email us any comments, questions, suggestions, even to do with Disney honeymoons, anything like that. You can email us. It's radio at DisneyBrit.com. Uh, you can also uh, go over to our Twitter at DisneyBrit. You can go to our Instagram at DisneyBrit. And you can go to our um, Facebook, which is uh, forward slash Podcast. You can go and see us over there as well. And you can go to DisneyBrit.com and you can find out all of the uh, past I- episodes that we've got, as well as finding them on iTunes, as well as finding them as live shows on YouTube as well. So we've got loads and loads and loads of stuff. And obviously, when we go out to fan days and that sort of stuff, there'll be we'll be doing live youtube stuff we'll be doing posting videos and all sorts of stuff so do make sure you follow us in all those particular areas and you'll get to see everything that's going on with fan days with our costumes with us just looking genuinely silly and all those sort of things uh i don't think there's anything else is there if i, if I missed anything? just fan days keep your eye on our instagram because susan mm-hmm. and i will be instagramming the instagram yeah uh, <laughs> and don't be shy to come say hello to us yes yeah and uh we need to find out how many people are going ready to fan days and if we've got enough interest of people that are going then we'll we'll try and sort of maybe arrange a meet up and say hello to everybody even if it's just for half an hour in a park or something like that and just say hello which would be cool right uh well we'll be back in two weeks we hope you have a lovely couple of weeks fingers crossed by this time the next time we talk to you uh, the sun might have come back out again which would be great 
because it's getting miserable again in Britain. We don't like it. But we will see you in two weeks' time. Have a lovely couple of weeks. Until then, we'll see you. Happy birthday, Animal Kingdom.